0: All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian. And today we're sitting outside of McDonald's, across from Aldi's, next to Walmart and Cricket and whatever this Highway 55 old-fashioned hamburger restaurant is. We're sitting out here and we have an objective today. An objective of defining what English and Coffee is in 2022. Looking back over my episodes, I realized one of the most listened to episodes has been What is English and Coffee? The very first episode I ever recorded when I launched this podcast. But the only thing was, that was almost 200 episodes ago. So the quality has changed. The format has changed. We have our rhythm. We have our stride. We have our voice. We have our direction. So I would like to redefine that, kind of clarify that for those that are just coming on Maybe you came in episode 100, and you're just really not sure what's what's going on, where we're going with this direction. So I want to just kind of reframe everything and give you a snapshot of 2022. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to take a few sips of this caramel iced coffee, as we do, taking that customary sip, and let's get into it. So English and Coffee, to put it plainly, it is an audio resource for those that study the English language, for those that practice speaking English, for those that are wanting to know more about the colloquial side of English. The everyday speech, kind of like that car passing by. Those that are speeding through their studies, speeding through their lessons, but want to know how real people talk, how people use English in America. British Americans different than or British English is different than the English we speak over here in America. If you want to know how we speak over here on the West Coast, the East Coast, the South Side, New York, just some of those colloquial idioms that you may come across as soon as you step off that plane, this is what you're going to get here on this podcast. Now, along with that, you're also going to get interesting topics that we talk about. We talk about everything from politics, weather, sports, news, life in general, motivation, self-development, get a little philosophical a time or two, talk about mental health, medical, COVID, we talked about that, war, we talked about that, Uh, recorded a nice little, to whom it may concern, you can go back and check that out, a section on that, but yeah, we talk about whatever's happening in the world, but we use real English, you know? Because when you go to look up audio resources at most of these platforms, they're going to have, you know, somebody up there saying, I want to go to the store. Repeat after me. I want to go to the store. Now, if you want to sound like a robot and talk like nobody else does here in the States, then you go ahead and engage with that material. But if you want to know how somebody would say, hey, look, I'm going to go run to the store real quick. Pick up some milk. Do you need anything? If you want that. The real speech that we use here, thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans, millions of people use here in the States, then you listen to an audio resource like this. This is something that has been created over the years, this wealth of audio content. We're talking over 60 hours, over 60 hours of this wonderful voice here talking about different things, using different expressions. And the more you listen to it, The more acquainted you become with the information, your ears, your ears perk up. If you can understand me at this level, that means you have already done enough to get to this point. But in listening to me, you're not only getting, you know, a better understanding of how to shorten words, how to speak slang, how to just get your thoughts together, what that even sounds like in English. Because, you know, every language has their own little what do you say, Uh, little nuances, you know, little things they do in between words. You get all that here. So that's what English and coffee is in a nutshell. It's a resource for those that study English and want to have a deeper understanding of the colloquial pronunciation, the colloquial speech patterns. Everything's going to be different than what you're going to find in a textbook somewhere that was written back in 1952 or earlier than that when Shakespeare was still walking around that's what it is. How did it start? How did English and coffee start? Well, I too am somebody who studies a language, Russian, as you know. been studying it for, I want to say five, six years now. Don't quote me on the date. It all happened after this event. Met this lady, we'll say this engaging woman. Next day I know I'm studying Russian. Well, five, six years later, here I am, full conversations in Russian, Listen to nothing pretty much but Russian music. I can watch Russian films. Don't need subtitles and all that. But the thing is, when I was just starting out, right, learning the language, there were a lot of hurdles I had to overcome. One of them was being comfortable with making mistakes. Being comfortable with making mistakes and finding a language partner and practicing my speech. Now, fortunately, being that I had the woman that was inspiring everything, I was trying to use my words as quick as possible, so I didn't have any hurdles with being afraid to use the little bit of Russian that I knew at that time. That's why I always encourage people to use the English that you have, even if you only have yes, no, maybe so. Use that as much as you can. Then it's just like you know, an inhabit. You don't even think about it, it's automatic. But we can get deeper into that, and I have gone deeper into that in some of my older episodes. But for right now, we're just giving you the nutshell the shell version of what English and coffee is. So I started it because I saw a need, right? I saw a need for an audio resource that will give people the real English, you know? Even studying other languages, you go in there and you get the little textbook stuff and everybody will tell you, nobody talks like that. Even if, if you're uh, an Asian person, the, the Asian that we're studying as Americans, as foreigners, You're going to say, nobody talks like that. That might be great for the class, you know, to get your grade. But that's not how we talk, you know, amongst our friends. Or you might have a a Frenchman, you know, or somebody from France. They're sitting here and they see some English person studying French. And you're in here talking about all this prim and proper stuff. And they're like, hey, man, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It sounds good. You might pass your little test. But when you get around the real people, you know, step outside of the professional world, and you hear how people talk on the corner, people talk on the street, or you're in a bar, you're trying to talk to a lady, something like that, it's going to sound a lot different. But one of the things that you find out when studying a language is that listening. Your listening has to be on another level, your listening skills. For me, what really helped me with grasping the Russian sound was music. I listen to music. I enjoy music. I write songs, sing songs, and just hearing songs 24-7 all day long in the car, anytime I'm in the car or I'm at home, transitioning from one thing to the next thing, I'm always listening, so those sounds are repeating. So, I was able to quickly, you know, adjust to the sound of Russian, the language, how it sounds, you know, the rhythmic, the phonics, and all that stuff of it, right? Now, with English, if you're not listening to American music, right? If you're not listening to American movies, you know, not the old school uh, Hepburn movies and stuff like that, uh, Charles Bronson, I'm talking about modern day English sounds, right? If you're not watching that kind of stuff, then you're just not getting how we talk today. If you're watching that old stuff from 1950s, then that's how, that's the English that you're getting, that sound, but you won't find that sound unless you're talking to somebody that was born in the 1950s. So what I give you today in 2022 is the English of today, the sound of today. And everybody here in the States, if I was to walk up to them and start speaking, they will understand me fluently. I will understand them fluently. So there's nothing wrong with this this pattern of speech if you were to use it as a tool to learn just how to be more fluid in your studies. You know, now your teacher might sit there and say, well, you want to be prim and proper and you want to speak English this way. If that's how you want to sound, go ahead, do what you do, do what you do. But if you want to be like, you want to go to New York, you know, you want to go to Jersey, you know, Virginia, and you want to talk to a girl, you want to talk to a guy, you want to walk into a store, buy some new shoes or something like that. You know, you don't go in there and say, oh, could you, could you point me in the direction of the new, the new number 12s that Jordan put out? Nobody's talking like that over here. It's just not happening. It's just not happening, right? People are going to look at you like you're weird. If you want that, fine. But even if you do want to talk like that, and you but you also want to know how does it sound if I was to put a little put a little English on it, you know, a little street talk, a little colloquial talk, unloosen the tie, let down the hair a bit, then that's what you get. So that was the whole reason I um, started this podcast, just to create a resource because I know how tough it is just to find how the real english sounds i know i was looking for how the real russian sounds i finally found it once i started talking to some real people you know having those conversations with them at different times of day and all these different things and i was able to understand how the how how it really goes listening to the music how it really works let's take a break here and then we'll talk about how to use this podcast to increase your english learning So if I was to be somebody in the position of studying English, right, let's say I'm six months in, maybe a year in, got a pretty good handle on the basics, I can talk a little bit, I can express my interests, talk about the weather, maybe a little bit about politics, religion, where I'm from, who my family members are, different interests, talk about my girlfriend, and I want to get to the level that I'm confident when speaking to new people, right? want to get to the level that I'm confident when I can just go out there, strike up a conversation in the elevator. Hey, how's it going? You Doing all right today? I want to be able to do that. Those types of things. Listening to this podcast, definitely something that can help because it's going to train my ears. Right. Instead of somebody saying, are you getting the picture? Are you getting the picture? You're going to you're going to hear. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? Did you get it? Did you get the picture? You know, we're not always going to sound out all, you know, every single letter of the word. You know, somebody says, I didn't do it. Somebody might just say, I ain't, I ain't do it. You know, I ain't do it. Something like that. Shorten Now, you won't get ink from me because I just don't use that word. But that's what you'll get in a real situation. You know, in a conversation, depending on who you're talking to, if you're talking to the president, I mean, you're going to get that, you know, dictatorship speech, you know, just this just president's talk, but like a regular person, maybe a blue collar worker, maybe even uh, somebody that works at Verizon. People have what they call heirs. You know, they go to work. They talk this way. They're off work. They talk that way. If you catch a judge in the courtroom, she's going to say, Mr. Jackson, you have failed this society as a as a respectable member or something like that. Right. But you catch her at the backyard barbecue, and she's going to be turned all the way up, right? <laughs> Might even have a lampshade on her head. She's going to say, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know why people are coming over here, people at work. That's how she's going to. It's going to be a whole different speech pattern, whole different set of vocabulary. So don't get it twisted by thinking that what you read in the books and these little uh, examples that they have of English and this little repetition stuff is, is going to get you to the next level to where you're just going to be comfortable and understand what people are talking about when you're in these little social circles, you know, with natives, true natives, you know, you listen to two people talk like football, football has levels, right? I'm not a big football fan, but football has levels. First, you understand, okay, who's playing? The teams are playing, right? And then after that, you understand who the individual players are, the highlights, the moves, the playbooks, what season is it, why this game is important, why the next game is important, right? Then you have guys that have been watching football for 10 years. So they have a deeper understanding of the game, deeper understanding of the rules, how these two yards at the 50 yard just mean much more than two yards at the 38, right? If you don't watch football, it's irrelevant, but it's the same with English. When somebody's deep in the language, right, the little semantics, the little nuances are going to be things that they pick up on. And those are the things that can make or break a conversation, especially when it comes to comedy. Comedy, I think in any language is one of those, not going to say the last frontier, but it's one of those pinnacles where you know that you have arrived. When you can listen to an American joke, right, put on Dave Chappelle and listen to his little comedy sketch. And find it funny. I'm not talking about halfway laugh, but laugh because you truly understand what he's saying. Or George Carlin. Or Richard Pryor. Anybody like that. Bill Cosby. Any of those people. If you can listen to that, that's that's native speech. Right? And they're not up there with the pish posh. You know, they're not up there with that. If you listen to it. Um, Jamie Foxx. Not movie Jamie Foxx, but stand-up performance Jamie Foxx. Robin Williams when he was alive, not Robin Williams in Miss Doubtfire. You know, hello. We're talking Robin Williams on stage doing stand up. So it's different levels to it, different levels to it. So listening to something like this definitely will improve your listening skills. I would even suggest repeating, repeating. If you hear something that I say and it's pretty cool, you're like, oh, that's that's cool. Like I like the way he put that together. Then repeat it. Use it, practice it, You know, download the transcripts, sit there and say, okay, well, I wanna see how it looks on paper. But if something catches your ear, just like a movie, if you're watching X-Men and you like the way that Wolverine says something or Marvel or Avengers or any, just any movie, doesn't matter, Terminator, you know, like when everybody, Arnold Schwarzenegger single-handedly taught the world English. What did he say? I'll be back. I don't care where you go in the world, I don't care where you go in the world, right? If you say, I'll be back, everybody's going to reference the movie Terminator, right? So it was cool. Even Americans say it. So whenever you tell somebody, hey, look, I'll be back, everybody always laughs and and grins because it's a reference to the movie. So if something sounds cool, repeat it. Um, What's next for English and Coffee? Well, as you know, the 200th episode is coming up soon. And as you've already started to see, I've been talking about a few things that I have rolling out. Already started rolling things out. Started a Facebook page. You guys, go check that out. Go ahead and add yourselves there. I'm not really promoting it hardcore at this point, but I just started it, so we'll have another place for our content. So if you're somebody who's you know Facebook heavy, you can go there, add, comment, interact. It'll be easier for you probably to express your your opinion, you know, through text if you're not comfortable with speech on anchor or something like that. Be expanding into different platforms. Got another one, but you know that's all. It's all part of the journey. English and coffee has been a journey and continues to be an adventurous moment. Something that we are building together. Something that started from an idea, and we're here, almost 200 episodes strong at this point. So I would say. Go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes, and not only do you get the listening practice, you get to be a part of something epic, part of the journey. And with each one of those episodes, your listening skills improve, your grasp of colloquial speech improves, ultimately, your confidence when it comes to being in a new social situation with a native English speaker. On that one, take a sip.